Okay, deep breaths, everyone. Um, yeah, just grounding yourself deeply as we welcome you back to the Empowered Practice podcast on this Scorpio new moon that is feeling especially Scorpio for us. Uh, Tony and I will be really excited to share with you and hope that you will um, share with us as well what's present and transforming for you. But first, just make yourself really comfortable and present and receive this grounding and centering from Tony. Mm. <sighs> Inhale through the nose. Exhale out of the mouth. <sighs> and continue that inhaling through the nose. Exhaling out of the mouth. <sighs> And on that exhale, just let that breath just drop out. And as you inhale, call in your light, call in your energy, call in your power. And as you exhale, release any stagnant energy, any heavy energy, any energy that's ready to be transmuted back into the ether, back into neutral energy. Call in your thoughts from your future. Call in your thoughts in the past. And now bring your breath to the belly. And as you inhale, expand the belly, pushing the belly button out. And as you exhale, belly button back to the spine. Now we're deeply releasing any stagnant energy. Anything ready to go. Calling in light, positivity, your energy, your power. And exhale, releasing anything that no longer serves, that feels heavy on the mind, on the heart, on the womb space, and the genitals, and the legs, and the knees. Let it go. Just for this moment, as you're a bit more relaxed, I want you to imagine yourself in water, like a fish, deep in the ocean, enjoying yourself, swimming with the waves, connected to the ocean, immersed in the ocean. Imagine all the muscles and joints in your body naturally aligning with the energy of the ocean. <sighs> allow these deep waters to heal you, to allow you to transform and transmute. And as you're here in this relaxed state, ask your body, what are we ready to change? What are we ready to let go? What are we ready to call in? What do we need so that we can flow like this all the time? Take a few more deep breaths and you can set your own internal intention here now. But I do set the intention for us all to receive in the downloads we need today 
so that we can help this planet grow, ascend. I hope we receive things that allow us to put smiles on our face and to put smiles on other faces and to help others as well. Ah, one big cleanse and breath and we gently bring yourself up. Yes, I'm just feeling totally a new energy ushering in like this collective energetic upgrade. And I don't know if that's y'all can share with us too, uh, chime in if that's really present or resonant for you. I don't know if it's just me real, like having the Scorpio full moon. I am a Scorpio. It's in my first house of like, you know, self a new beginning. So I'm really feeling that, but yeah. I, as someone who doesn't have any major Scorpio placement, I too am feeling this as um it feels like graduation yeah that's what it feels like and then it kind of it feels like graduation and then it also feels like like your first job after graduation yeah. it's like you've gone through the lessons you figured things out you now know more you know you have mm-hmm. more wisdom you have more experience and it feels like now we're all just getting new jobs. Now we're all just getting these new placements. And, you know, it makes room for the next group of students who in life, you know, who need yes. to take up the space that we were just in. Um, mm. That's what it feels like. Whoa. You are on another level. <laughs> it is. Yeah. I agree. At this point, it's not even, you're right. What you call me sometimes, the channel that is Tony, like, this uh-huh. is not even, I'm with y'all, okay? I'm, I'm listening <laughs> with y'all, like, wow, makes uh-huh. sense. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think also, like, all, so many planets went direct all in, like, the same week. Yes. And things have just really been going after that. Yeah. Yeah. And also acknowledging the the tenseness and the turmoil that goes with that with the transformation which with the like death and rising from the ashes um that's happening a lot too right now and structures are just collapsing and I've been feeling that energetically as well and I've been grieving a lot this last like few weeks and it doesn't feel completely personal it feels global it feels collective um so if you're feeling that as well i i feel you and your presence is welcome here and come completely as you are (laughs) no right or wrong way to feel your way through this um yeah and also with this new moon um it's opposing uranus which you know Uranus likes to mess. So <laughs> expect the unexpected, I guess. Uh, yes. oh, it's very goodness. fitting that you had us do a visualization in water because that's almost how we need to be right now is just really flowing with what's coming. 
it's it's like the the only way it's like the only way to not crash and burn you know it's yes. so many of us just been working so hard on learning yes. how to flow and it's like this is our super bowl like it really is like yep. this is a time to apply everything we've been working so hard on for years and to really trust that the work is working and that we don't mm-hmm. have to do it on our own um that's it. It's like all we could do is kind of go, oh, okay, all right. Yes. <laughs> I'll do that. <laughs> For sure. Yeah, I'm feeling that. And I I felt called to look up like the numerology of I turned 34. So it's a seven year for me. Happy and thank you. I felt well, feel still feeling like the ripple effect from all the wonderful people in my life. (laughs) So grateful. Um, We're so grateful for you so much. It's such a blessing to continue to live. Yes. Especially after these years, these almost two years now of of people dying. Yes. Uh, You know, all kinds of people. My old boss from the last job I had, he passed away our age. Mm-hmm. you know was in the hospital for a month with COVID so just just shout out I'm grateful that yes. you made it to another birthday and I don't take it for granted thank you Not at all. likewise yeah it is it is a gift yeah and a seven year in numerology is kind of this combination of really harnessing the two energies of being intuitive, but also pragmatic. And I really feel that in the way that I'm like forging the path, my path in the world, because I am still looking at like all of the spiritual tools that I've cultivated over the last few years. And I'm also working on policy change, you know? So (laughs) it's like, yeah, (laughs) yeah. So it's fitting. It's very. Um, it sounds like you you took some 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 good downloads from Libra season. Yes, bringing in that balance. I think we. Th- I, I think a lot of us thought we were gonna uh, learn a bit more about our relationships in Libra season, but it was just more internal balancing. Yes, you know. Yeah, <laughs> that was really what it was. It is. And I've been feeling that every time um, when the forecast says something about relationships, it's been coming to my relationship with myself. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe more recently as I am moving into another solar return, but yeah, that's felt very present. But I also feel like, you know, so many things have shifted within the collective society wise and sometimes we're still attached to the old um paradigms or just old systems and like everything has changed like everything has just changed yep you know and no longer are we being set up to be so codependent on others Mm -mm. so it's just like every all the forecasts everything it really is about our internal systems now yeah like the human race has just evolved and it's no longer about using community 
but it's more about adding to community or being connected within community and not, mm-hmm. you know, if that makes sense. It <laughs> like, does. It's not, it's not about it's being not, codependent on your tribe. Yes. I was going to say it's not transactional anymore. It's mm. transformational. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's what it is. So it's just literally your internal world creates your external world and there's just no getting around it it's just we can try but everything's changed Mm -hmm. can't do it the old way anymore nope cannot so what are your favorite internal tools so I'm gonna go with the one that helps me the most is um recentering myself through breath um using my senses as well so like touch smell and then checking in with the part of me that feels imbalanced mm-hmm. you know so and you know that takes practice and it takes a bit of self-awareness and it really mm-hmm. just takes practice of checking in with the different parts of yourself it's like is this um maybe inner child or maybe a critic or maybe it's a projection of future self or, you know, what's happening? Mm-hmm. Why, what, what's taking over and how can I integrate it back into the now? Mm-hmm. Um, and then just self-soothing and, and making sure I'm not projecting onto objects in my life, you know, and that includes people, but situations, you know, like if I'm upset, if I'm aggravated, and I'm in the car and then maybe my car does something I don't want it to do. And right. it's like, I yell at my car. It's like, oh, <laughs> it's just a car. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, and this doesn't help it. I'm sure if the, if the car can talk back, the car is like, I'm just a car. Like, relax. Yes. Um, so making sure I'm not projecting on the objects around me. Like, am I impatient? because I'm afraid my past is going to happen again mm-hmm. you know and I'm going to put that out on the people around me or the technology around me when like my phone is just trying to be a phone my the <laughs> internet's just trying to be the internet <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? but it's so easy to get caught up in our days where we're projecting out so much yeah. so that's what helps me that's like the mm. procedure I go through it's like recentering Figuring out which part is like acting out or feeling imbalanced, needs some attention. Mm-hmm. And, and then just, you know, seeing where I'm projecting out. Like, and I just have to remind myself, like, at any moment, I can recreate my life. I can recreate my reality. Yes. I just have to decide on it. Yes. And something that I would say to that, that you just sparked in me, because I would 100% second everything you just said is that sometimes we get so in the mire of it that the situation feels immovable. It feels so dense. Mm -hmm. So we have to go beyond the physical body. And that's when the breath becomes so important because it's hard to move a boulder, right? Like a physical thing, but it's not really hard to move air. It's not so hard to move water. So we have to move these other lighter elements first and the physical will change as a result. Yes. Oh, that everyone write that down. <laughs> That's what it is. It's like, yes. And, and as far as the, like, you, 
Go ahead. Yeah. Right. I was going to say, if you think about it, you want to be more like air. You want to be more like a wave if you're trying to transform. If you're trying yes. to create change in your life, do you want to be like a boulder? Like you'll change, but it's going to take forever. It's going to take decades, yeah. decades, decades, decades. Or you could be like the wind. You can be mm-hmm. just like a frequency, like a radio frequency or something. Yes. You know, and see the change. Absolutely. And if you are uh, helped by mantra or music, uh, beautiful chorus has a song called Be Like Water. And that might help you to flow, just listening to that and reminding yourself to be like water. And beautiful chorus is just gorgeous. Amazing. Gorgeous. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Have they won a Grammy yet? They need a Grammy. They need all For the Grammys. Real. Yes. Like, come on. Their music is phenomenal. So good. It's been like a top healing tool for me over the past few years. Um, And they work on the level of frequency with sound. So that's very fitting. And what you were saying about checking in with the parts really reminded me of internal family systems, which we've mentioned on the podcast before. Um, My yoga teacher is an internal family systems practitioner as well. So she incorporates that into our yoga teacher trainings. I'm doing another I'm doing a 200 hour teacher training for women's yoga specifically. And it's mm. the training I've been looking for, for like the past six years. <laughs> Yay. Yay um, found it. And it's incredible. It's wonderful. And um, I can't wait to start making and sharing videos again with this practice. But anyway, internal family systems um, created by Dick Schwartz back in the, like the eighties, nineties. Yeah. He has a new word. Pretty without- recent. Yeah. It is as far as therapies go and like psychological yeah. theories. And it's really popular right now. Um, it's, it's awesome. seems to be like really helpful to a lot of yeah. people more than traditional talk therapy. And um, there's a book that he wrote called No Bad Parts mm-hmm. um, that can guide you through that, that can guide you into getting to know your parts and beginning to speak with them and just getting comfortable doing that. Because it can feel a little awkward at first and be like, am I just making this up? But it really is like a creative, imaginative process, almost like being a kid again and drawing what you see in your mind. Like, um, and it's also incredibly powerful and healing. So highly recommend that book as well. Highly, highly, highly. There's, he has another one. It's called Self-Therapy. Ooh. And that one's really awesome. Writing that down. Both are, yeah, that one's really great. And I would recommend... Um, if you don't know about him, everyone else listening, uh, some, he has some really good meditations on YouTube as well to help you like get to know your parts and mm-hmm. um, to understand them. And I, I find it, I, I do support the idea that it's just one of the most effective um, ways of integrating and healing the fragmented cell. Yes. And, um, you know, truly it is, ancient wisdom it is Mm -hmm. it's like it's in alignment with soul retrieval yes you know and and just calling back these pieces of your soul that are trapped in these traumatic moments because you couldn't withstand it and that's what is so interesting about all of this is how you can see the spiritual traditions or ancient traditions within it but then you know we're in contemporary times we need to understand it on our level as well and right. how you can combine it all together. I find it to be the most helpful for me. 
I haven't got, I haven't like dove deeply into it yet, but I am, it's calling me. It's everywhere. (laughs) So it's time. (laughs) Yeah. And I've done a little bit of it with a previous therapist. She would incorporate small bits of it in, um, but it wasn't our sole focus. She used a combination of things, which I loved also. Um, And if you are more mm, cerebral, sometimes another system that's been really helpful to me is the Myers-Briggs system that's based off of Jungian um, theory personality theory and it'll give you four letters that tell you a little bit more about how your mind works and how you perceive the world and also how you process information and that has been essential for me lately so it's like we can go along and get in a flow and then when when things get pretty pressurized we start to realize the pieces that aren't fully um, supported and so what I was realizing is like I am feeling completely overwhelmed by all of this information that I'm taking in through my senses. And I realized I'm an ISFJ. So I process things sensorily, like I'm always taking in through my senses. And it just sits there until I like proactively process it and place it in categories and make lists and things like that. (laughs) So I'm like, oh, and I haven't been journaling. I haven't been free writing. I haven't been brain dumping. And I'm like, okay, like no wonder I've been having like so many more emotional outbursts and things that like it needs a place to go. So so if you find that helpful, I highly recommend that. A great resource is personalityhacker.com. They have a podcast and a website. You can take your free personality quiz on there and then they set it up as a car. So they have the driver, the co-pilot, the 10-year-old and the three-year-old because those tend to be like the maturity levels of each of those buckets. And so what often happens is we have the driver, which is either introverted or extroverted. And ideally we would go to our co-pilot to help balance that out. But oftentimes we go from the driver straight to the 10 year old because it's also introverted or extroverted and they just hang out. But then we're processing things at a 10 year old level and it's not always the best way to go. So I notice I do that all the time because my driver is introverted sensing. My co-pilot is harmony. So it's extroverted feeling. So I need to be like checking in with people and being like, hey, this is how this feels for me. How does it feel for you? But a lot of times I just go inside and go to my 10-year-old, which is accuracy. And it's very analytical and perfectionistic and everything needs to be just so. And I can come off really cold and like, don't touch me. (laughs) And um, (laughs) and I'm like, okay, this is making so much sense. And then my three-year-old is exploration. So it's like extroverted and wants to be like, in the world and checking things out and creative expression, but it won't do that unless it feels totally safe with everybody else in the car. Like everybody else has to be like on task. And then, and I can feel safe and be adventurous, but otherwise no. So that was really helpful to understand. Quick breakdown for ISFJ. (laughs) (laughs) But it's, it's fabulous for you to break it down because if you don't have any experience in any of this, then it kind of feels like, oh, you're saying I have multiple personalities or right. you're saying, you know, things like this. And it's like, no, this is, this is your personality. This is how yes. it's been put together so far and nothing yes. is set in stone. You can always understand yourself more yes. so that you can create more balance within self. And that's all it is. 
it is that's it yeah it's big and I feel too my yoga teacher Sarah Von Stover is my teacher she said that in your 30s is when you really start to get deeper into shadow work and a lot of the resources that worked in your 20s are not going to be enough for what's coming up in your 30s and I've found that to be really true so if you're finding that you're like grasping for the old things that works that aren't working, maybe give some of these deeper tools a try and see how they feel for you just to feel more resourced and to work with those parts that for so long we've shoved away, shoved down, ignored, right. like, no, 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 I don't want to look at that. It's going to come up. <laughs> yeah. So true. You know, and it brings me back to the visualization of being in the water and flowing and listening to your body and realizing that you change, things change, you know, and it's okay. It's okay. You're not, you're not turning your back on any part of you by changing, by deciding Mm. that you need more rest or by deciding that you do need to talk about your emotions more or deciding Mm -hmm. that, okay, I got to start setting boundaries more. Like you're not turning your back on your old self. You're, you're actually supporting your old self in a better way. Yes. And, um, things are different in your 30s in a good mm-hmm. way though but it is really different. in a good way I agree yeah yeah it's yeah. better than it <laughs> how it used to be yes. <laughs> I would say I start to reap some 30s. of the like wisdom from the yes. wounding yes <laughs> yes like you still get enough to have a lot of fun too so yes and now you have the experience of wisdom so shout out to anybody in the 20s I promise Yes, so far we're, we're enjoying them. <laughs> we are. Yeah. Mm. Um. You have any plans with the new moon? Mm-hmm. So I am re. I would say I'm in a process like, and it's fitting coming off of a birthday and the beginning of a month of kind of clean slate with my sadhana, my spiritual practices. So I've split them into morning yeah. and evening. That works a little better for me. So in the morning, I have found that I need to really set my energy and be good about like the feedback I got from my ancestors over the Halloween um, is that I need to set better boundaries, which I know I'm just like letting energy come in, (laughs) like, go ahead, inhabit me, you know, and it's not working for me. So one of the tools that I found to be really powerful for that is breath work with visualization. Um, Kundalini Kriyas are a really powerful way to do that. So in the morning, I am doing a Kundalini Kriya with some breath work and some affirmative prayer just to really set myself for the day. And then in the evening, I'm doing more of a lunar slow flow yin to really check in with my body and to clear the energy of the day out. So short practices, um, but really just focusing on like energetic hygiene is something that I'm, yeah. Yeah. That's, I, that's, I like that. Thank you. How about you all? That, um, what I'm working on this, this new moon cycle, this, I want to really call in, um, more care for my space. Mm-hmm. like making more time to just care for my space um I realize you know I'm, I'm just adjusting to 
to going into colder weather. So I think yeah. I've gotten through a bit of the adjustment period. And uh, I understand, like, I'm slowing down a bit mm-hmm. more. But um, I just want to make sure I'm dedicating time to my space mm-hmm. more. Yes. Um, because it has a huge impact on my mood and my energy. And um, it's just important to me. And it's really important to little Tony for our yeah. space, you know, to feel like ours. Yeah. You know, I think that's the best way. It's not so much about it being super clean or super perfect or this and that. Right. It's just making sure it feels like ours um, mm-hmm. and, and spending more energy with that. Um, and then I I am assessing, I kind of went through a period where I went wild with my diet. And I'm mm. definitely reaping. <laughs> and it was fun. <laughs> I have no yeah. regrets. No regrets. Good. But I will say now this is a little different in your 30s you know food hits different yes. <laughs> in your 30s yes, it does. So, yeah so I'm being very conscious of my external world this yeah. uh, moon cycle and, and using the transformative energies I've had within self uh, to ensure that the things that I can control you know I am keeping the, the standard the expectation at a place that feels good for me you yeah. know intentional for me um, I will have a full moon circle, uh, on the fourth at 9 PM Eastern. And the link is on my Instagram. Um, newsletter comes out this week as well. And then on Sunday, I'll be doing a workshop with an astrologer and we'll be combining astrology and coaching together. And we're focusing on, you know, Scorpio energy, Scorpio ascendant, Scorpio moon um and just because there's a few planets I think in Scorpio now as well so working with talking about that divine um that dark feminine and um how to integrate that in so lots of things going on this week that sounds incredible yeah it's so good oh my goodness I, I did a she calls it astrotherapy and uh, she reads you your entire chart and breaks down everything and the confirmation my goodness my goodness <laughs> <laughs> I was like wow okay okay I understand I see what's happening here um I'm like this is what we need you know mm-hmm. soul integration and mm-hmm. I think this you know, especially what you and I, Jay, this is what we've been working on. So integration mm-hmm. for ourselves, but how do we help others? Yes. To integrate all of this information and to activate, you know, this these parts of ourselves that's just waiting, just waiting yes. for us to see it or hear it or to put it into practice. Mm. And then the new energy is there. The new ideas are there, you know. You magnetize the things you want and things just feel good and, and it's just activation um yes yeah I do feel like um Scorpio season came and uh it gave me so much clarity and I mm. can't I, I keep hearing so much like who I'm ready to unplug from the matrix I keep yes <laughs> I'm like all right I gotta figure this out how I can yes. be in the woods somewhere and- yes 
Yeah. Okay. All right. Alignment. So maybe yes. that's our, you know, we said we're, we're making space for the new class yeah. to come in. So I just keep hearing that. I'm like, oh, I want to unplug a bit more. I, I want to be unplugged more. Yes. And and tapped in a bit more, like feet mm-hmm. in the dirt more. Yes. You know, that kind of tapped in. And... <sighs> that. Yeah. That so sounds I'm, incredible. The, yeah. Yeah. And of course, I'm in reflection of 2021. And it was a fun year. It was. Yeah, it was a fun year. Um, But I'm definitely in. I don't want to. It's not quite hermit mode. Mm -hmm. But. Yeah, I'm I'm resting. Yes. I mean, (laughs) AJ and I's date nights now look like in this weather, in this season. Let's bake some cookies and watch Great British Bake yes. Off. Like, <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. That is the energy. That is the energy. So yes. very happy for that. And we just get to rest. Yes, more blankets, more coziness, yes. slowing down. And y'all, I have to share too. Um, my teacher has a couple of books out. One is called The Way of the Happy Woman and the other is The Book of She. So The Way of the Happy Woman, if you are looking for help setting up seasonal routines, it's incredible. So she trained um, in Thailand and lived there for over a decade. Um, And so she learned yoga, Buddhist meditation and traditional Chinese medicine. And she incorporates all of that into her book. So for each season, she talks about the meridians that are present. She does a yang, like more yang flow style yoga that works on those meridians and a yin class that works on those meridians for each season, recipes for each season, and the main like focus or ritual for each season. So if you need help getting started, it's such a helpful resource. Um, Yeah. And it's like a whole year and she has you start with like intentions for the year and then check-ins throughout the year. So it's really thorough and really good. And then her second book, The Book of She, if you are finding that you're going through like shadow work, it is incredible. It talks about the different aspects of the goddess, the feminine and how to be with each one and leads through, it has more IFS in it and leads through like meditations for each aspect. Wow. This sounds amazing. I'm getting, even if you have been doing the work, it sounds. They're very um, good. I returned, I've had them for probably five years, four or five years, and I return to them regularly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. That sounds beautiful. Oh, yep. Getting those for sure. Um, yeah. Okay. Let's pull some cards. Mm. Let's, let's see what the angels, the ancestors, shout out to the ancestors mm-hmm. coming through for us all. We're so, you know what? Because they're happy. <laughs> they're pleased. <laughs> they're like, finally, <laughs> you guys are listening. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, oh, sorry, it took so long, but we're here. Yeah, we're here. <laughs> we hear you. We're listening. We're following. So thank you, ancestors. And we do ask for guidance for the collective. What is the information needed? Oof, the castle. Wow. Wow. I wish you guys could see this card. I'm going to show JD this card. Oh, my God. Gosh, that's a gorgeous. Which card deck is that from? This is the archetypes, um, the wild unknown. Um, 
the wild unknown archetypes. Um, That's gorgeous. Beautiful, beautiful card. Uh, it's heart healing. And this has come up a lot for me as well, but it's time to release resentment. And that is the biggest block. It's time to transmute the energy of resentment. Yes. So that you can have that momentum again, that zest for life. You know, the shadow work can get you down when you realize how much pain you've been carrying and, and how much it's had an influence over your decisions mm -hmm. so that is also forgive yourself you know you were doing the best that you could like change the narrative something hurt you and guess what you came up with a coping mechanism to survive and here you are still standing here yeah. you are still willing to show up here you are still willing to believe in people and yourself and life and that things can change mm -hmm. and you just gotta let go of the resentment because it's blocking the abundance that wants to come to us. So yeah. on the card, there is like a, a boundary of pearls. And in it is a rose and it's darkness. So and there's a closed eye and around it is all the green light, all the abundance that's ready to come in. But we have, to, we just, we got to let it go. Mm -hmm. You've done the work, you know, trust that the work has worked. You have done the work. You no longer need the old coping mechanisms to protect you you now have your ancestors you now have people in your life who know your boundaries because you've been speaking up so give people a chance to love the authentic you mm -hmm. continue and believe in this believe in what you're doing you no longer need the resentments to remind you of the pain it's now time to move forward and to remember of the abundance the abundance that's in your life day and day out this cycle, this moon cycle, we are all going to purge a mm -hmm. lot, a lot of darkness, mm -hmm. a lot of darkness. But we're going to come out of it better, I promise. We're going to come out of it closer to our true self than we've ever yes. been before. Just trust it, flow. When you, when you get that intuition, when you get that, that push, do it do it because you've been working hard you've been trying so hard on being the best self that you can be this is it this is the time mm. wow powerful and i will just share one little practice that could go along with that because the card is just like the embodiment of this and um, in buddhism there are different sutras one of the primary ones are the heart sutras and the primary mantra from the Heart Sutras is the Prajna Paramita Matra, which just goes Om Gate Gate Padagate Padasangate Bodhi Swaha. And it's all about like Gate means beyond. So you're going beyond, beyond, beyond for all beings, you're going beyond. Um, and Swaha is like, and so it is. Um, and it's a total clearing, letting go. Mm. And it's recommended that you chant that just a few times. And you can find like, um, there's really beautiful versions of it on Spotify. And so you're just sitting with open palms and you're letting all of the stuff that you're letting go of just release mm. from your palms as you're chanting it. And it's really helpful. It's mm. one of the mantras I do in my evening practice. So. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah. That sounds like a, that's an amazing evening practice. 
Yes. Mm. Okay. Well, you yes. guys know you can find me on Instagram at Parts Holistic Health. Um, also, DM us, email mm. me, partsholistichealth at gmail.com. I love to see how you guys celebrate or honor uh, the new moon and full moon, or if you just want to share too. Yeah, that would be incredible. Um, you can find me at JD Ingles on Instagram. Email is jdingles at gmail.com. I do have a moon salutation practice on my YouTube channel. Um, so if you're looking for an embodiment practice for um, your moon cycles, moon rituals, that is there for you. And I'm hoping to add more to that very soon. Um, yeah, and just sending you all so much love and hoping that you feel so resourced by this circle that we've created together and we will see you again in a couple weeks